Chapter 2. Reflection. By the name of this chapter, you should know that you may start to sweat a bit while you read this. No one really likes seeing their own reflection, do they? You know, taking a look in the mirror, maybe sitting down and describing yourself to someone, it's not the funnest thing to do. Think of the time when you sat down in an interview and the individual sitting across from you asked you to describe yourself. Immediately, we start spouting off about things we've done over time, certain things you're good at doing, what has brought you to this point in life, and maybe even why you chose to apply for that particular job. You really want that individual to understand what you do and why you deserve to potentially get hired on. With all of that being said and the context provided, I want to leave you with a quote that I came up with and I hope it sticks with you for the rest of your life. Here it is. The different amount of jobs you've had, the experiences you've encountered, or the hobbies you prefer, that doesn't define you. All these different things are what you do. It's not who you are. That came to me one day when I was in conversation with a close friend about career choices and what life had in store. As I was talking through a ton of ideas, I blurted out the statement that I quoted above. Ever since that day, it has stuck with me to the point that I can't wait to have a philosophical conversation with someone just so I can let them know that your career or what the world tries to tell you that you are doesn't define you. It's what happens to be inside of you. We live in a very surface level world, judging a book by its cover and developing ideas of people and things before we even experience them. Social media will portray the idea to you that someone is living a perfect life, which in return will have you hating yourself all while that person is truly miserable. Everything is about creating a facade and trying to convince others that you're actually doing better than you are. Why? Well, I'll tell you, reflecting on oneself is difficult because we don't want to actually feel what's going on in life. Are you in pain? That's fine. Cover it up with a picture of a new car. Did you get your heart broken? It's okay. That's nothing a shopping spree at the mall can't fix. Wrong. This is where we're all messed up as a society. We run from our true reality just to chase after a perceived reality that leaves us more hurt in the long run. This is why self-reflection is extremely important. Let me elaborate. If you happen to find yourself in a rough part of your life due to health, finances, relationships, you name it, just understand that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. While it may seem like the entire world is closing in on you, that sliver of light is what provides hope. As positive as I am, I'm still a realist. I understand that life itself can sneak up on you and really throw you for a whirlwind. I'm not telling you that you're supposed to walk around as if nothing is wrong 24-7 and not actually confront the emotions you're feeling. What I'm saying is that there's a time and place for everything. For example, let's say that you are dealing with the toughest times of your life at this very moment. Self-reflecting beats you down even more, so you choose to overlook the situation and not deal with it head on. That's typical human behavior. Running from our problems, running from decisions that need to be made, and trying to appear as if everything is good when it's not is very normal. What I'm asking you to do is just pause for a moment. Give yourself a second to breathe and deal with what's actually going on. You might tell me that you don't have time and you're too busy, but in reality, we have time for the things that we prioritize. So how can we self-reflect without self-destructing? I'll tell you. At this point, you should have already finished reading the first chapter discussing all things having to do with perspective. Your perspective needs to shift first. Even with what's going on in life, the right perspective will help you push through whatever these moments feel like. Many people try to deal with too many emotions all at once and that can sabotage you instead of help you. Self-reflection should be seen as growth. Imagine yourself as a flower and think about all of the things you would need in order to actually grow. You would need sunshine, fertilizer, trimming, water, love, and honestly the list could go on if we're talking about you wanting to be the best you could possibly be. Just like the earth shows us, after every treacherous storm comes a beautiful rainbow. The moments you're encountering right now need to be trimmed, water, groomed, talked about, and ultimately dealt with. Find time to where you can spend time with yourself and really process through your emotions and how you feel about yourself and what's going on in your life. 
Write down the good, the bad, the ugly, the things you feel strongly about, the things you want to forget about, and make a conscious decision to either get rid of some of those things you wrote down or to grow with some of those things. Your mind is much like a filing cabinet and you should treat it as such. If there are things that need to be thrown out, then throw them out. Find a way to fill that filing cabinet with good and positive files, which are thoughts, and continue working on yourself. The more energy you give to negativity, the more negative your life will become. I need you to understand the importance of taking the time to truly understand who you are. I'm not saying you need to sit there and judge yourself constantly. That wouldn't be good. You have to be able to dig deep every so often and see if you are in fact living the way you feel that you should be. Self-reflection does just that for us. It's that quiet time to drift away from everything that distracts us from our true reality. If you've never taken the time to simply disconnect from everyone and everything for a moment, you're missing out. This is when you find your peace, your direction, and sometimes even your desire to pursue something. We often forget that as you grow up, there's always someone trying to shape your future without your input. It first starts with your parents, then your teachers, and then maybe your professors or bosses at work. We don't realize it, but most people go through life doing exactly what everyone around you told you to do versus doing what you wanted to do from a place of passion. Self-reflection allows you to have a talk with yourself. That doesn't make you crazy, by the way. Could you actually imagine being able to finally think for yourself? Maybe even making choices for yourself that have nothing to do with anyone but you? It's a beautiful thing to experience once you truly connect with yourself. I want to touch on a personal experience of mine because honestly it has everything to do with what I'm discussing. I spent nearly two years traveling the world and found myself falling in love with a place called Kerala, India. I spent nearly three months there and then left to continue my travels. After a couple months, I knew I wanted to go back immediately, so I did. Well, guess what happened? COVID-19 shut the entire world down and I got stuck in India for two months without any sure ideas of when I'd be able to make it home again. Those 24-hour days felt like forever. I truly mean that. I was alone in a house that belonged to people I just met one week prior. I was fortunate enough to meet people that cared about me just because they cared, nothing else. I write about this time in my life because this is when I had two months to self-reflect without any distractions. My cell signal was weak, only one bedroom had an AC unit, this is typical in India, and it felt like it was 130 degree Fahrenheit nearly every day with a side of muggy weather. It was extremely difficult mentally, I'm not gonna lie to you. To some, that may seem like a very good lifestyle. It just depends on where you come from. I was born in the United States of America and grew up living in a world that offered convenience constantly. I had no idea what was in store for me being stuck in a foreign country. What I realized during those moments is that I was in control of my thoughts, my emotions, and how miserable I was going to be since I had no idea how long I would be stuck there. I made the best of my moments in that house all alone and came to a realization that I was so much more in tune with myself than I ever thought. I actually had time to think through everything I had done to that point. I was able to smile through amazing memories in my 27 years of life, but I was able to cry through things I never truly dealt with because I was too busy trying to run past my emotions. We tend to do that far too often in life, which in my opinion really isn't our fault as humans. The amount of distractions we have simply suppress our feelings and we always feel as if we have to chase the next thing, whatever that may be. Our world is fast, and if you're not keeping up, you get left behind, which I realized wasn't such a bad thing after being in complete solitude for two months in a foreign country all by myself. With the time I had, I found my balance in life. Many times we think time is working against us, while in reality, you just need to appreciate the time you have to yourself. Not everyone can just travel the world and find their peace like I did, but I encourage you to try and separate yourself from the many distractions of this world. Focus on the deeper meaning of yourself, not just surface level facades. In summary, one, 
Take a look in the mirror. Two, understand who you are, not what you do. Three, don't be afraid of time alone. Four, critique yourself on how you can grow. Don't judge yourself. Five, dig beyond your surface level to understand yourself. Chapter two, pause and reflect. Reflection. Write down how you feel after reading this chapter and what you plan on doing to improve this part of your life. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean a lot to me if you left a review and shared your thoughts about it. Your reviews help get this podcast shown to others and our goal is to help as many people as we can. Let's help each other out. See you on the next one.